0: It's Wednesday night, it's September 27th, 2023, brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast, streaming live on the Kicking Out Podcast YouTube channel and Twitter X account. Subscribe, like, follow at Kicking Out Pod if you haven't already. I'm Tanner Lee along with my co-host, the whole band's back together tonight, Paul Zartman and the new reigning defending KOP Predictions champion, Austin Shepard. I'm right here. Oh, short rank title reign, Paul, but you are a fighting champion, so I give you some respect. Wait, a fighting champion? I'm putting the belt on the line already! Yeah, you are.
1: <laughs> Yours is for a pay-per-view. I went off of a dynamite-rampage combo.
0: Which, for everybody out there, if they didn't keep track, what happened was Shep and I actually tied during that and beat Paul by a point. So then Paul's next stipulation was, Texas deathmatch, each of you get a... Get a participant. I gave Shep first call. He picked Brian Danielson. Then, of course, I took Ricky Starks. Danielson was victorious. So that's why Shep is the new champ.
2: This is the third time? Third time? Four times? Uh, time. At least
0: three times. At least three times. So, you know,
1: we're um, only two minutes into the show. And, and, so I'll try not to get us an explicit and, rating. But yeah. those bucks, man, every time.
2: Hey, yeah. they're your bucks. Your bucks, Paul. I've been spoken about the managers of target <laughs> your bucks.
1: I disclaim them.
0: <laughs> I disclaim them.
2: If you look at the pin tonight, it's golden.
0: It's golden. It's golden.
2: it's golden baby.
0: Um, and I, and I will say before we, uh, Get into our first segment of the, and then get into the show recap. We're talking about title changes. It is interesting if the rumors are true of HB of HBO, AEW going to HBO Max or Max as they call it now. We could see a pay per view up to potentially every month, which could be a lot of title changes in twenty twenty four.
1: Nah, I'll retain the whole year. <laughs>
0: And speaking of title changes, we just got done recording our latest Champions Quiz. We did the WWF slash WWE European Champion. So go check out that video and see which one of us uh, could answer the most European Champions in under seven minutes. So we all three did pretty good. Just one of us did better than the other two.
2: I think the guy in the pink shirt looks pretty damn good, boys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Always knew pink was your color.
2: Well, hey. We had a little we had a little golf outing today and I got home a little late. Wearing a hat, wearing the shirt. But you know what? You know what is consistent, Paul?
1: Shep's on the podcast.
2: Well, besides that.
1: Oh, uh this little segment we like to do. It's called, Hey Shep, what are we drinking tonight?
2: There you go, Paul. You're <laughs> you're catching on.
0: He's learning.
2: Now I
1: got last, to learn all over.
2: Now, now I don't know, if, Paul. If you watched last week, I got myself a little bit of a pickle. Yes, you did. Damn it! So I went out in the fridge tonight, and I saw I got I bought. You have to buy six of those things. There's five left. I'm like, nah. <laughs> We've been on the golf course all day. Don't need that. So, so we got just our old faithful.
0: Still waiting, kettle. Still, Still waiting, waiting, kettle. Come on, kettle.
2: I mean, we got the little bottle here. A, I mean, don't don't judge me here, but then we got the big bottle <laughs> over here.
1: Ah, uh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: because so again, we got a full one here, and then if Paul talks a lot, which I think you will, we got our
1: I mean, deserve
2: you know, cup of ice right here for a backup one. So,
1: just go ahead and make it now, Shep.
2: I mean, this one, I mean this was pretty damn full.
1: <laughs> you are the king of rabbit holes so just remember that
2: that and if the screen goes black somebody had to go um uh, you know check the gutters yeah yeah
1: that's what we're calling it tonight you
2: know tony khan drinks 47 cups of coffee i drink a couple of yetis same thing right
1: yeah you don't get as wide-eyed though
2: no, I don't. But if our podcast ever got on the level of Ariel Helwani's, where he had to take a live bathroom break, I think I'll handle that. Right?
0: Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, no. Cool. No problem at all. No problem. Uh, Paul, what are you drinking tonight?
1: Uh, Old Faithful.
0: <laughs> Old Faithful. We're kind of all with Not our new. Old Faithfuls tonight. I got the and and the show was in Colorado tonight, so.
2: Uh-huh. Light. So. Where's, hey, your, least, uh, where's your, where's your uh, orange and green there, Tanner, for the Miami Dolphins?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of orange and blue around, but I'm uh, not wearing that until yeah. Sunday. Okay. Thank God they play the other team in orange and blue, because that might be the only team in the league they might be able to beat. It's pretty bad when you lost by 50 points, gave up 70, and you're still three-point favorites against your opponent this week. That tells you how bad the Bears are.
1: Well, you know.
0: Bears are pretty fucking yeah, bad. They're, they're pretty bad. They're, they're nope. the goes explicit. Their, there,
2: goes, <laughs> there goes the uh, <laughs> E. Well,
0: I could have said that to swerve tonight, but that was a good. <laughs> I'll give him that. I'll give him that oh, with the shots at the man. at the Broncos. Poor Russell see, Wilson. I, He's even playing decent this year, and he can't get away from criticism.
1: See, I was going to be nice and try not to mention it, but, you know, since Shep did at least something Dude. was good to watch out of Colorado.
0: My phone has got blown up unbelievably since even today. Still, it's it's just nonstop. So with memes Uh, and gifts and Can you imagine
2: Tanner if you were a uh, Colorado uh,
0: Buffalo fan on top of
2: on top of the on
0: top of the Broncos? Oh, my God. And, and then, not, not that anybody cares, Colorado Rockies lost their 100th game yesterday, first time in franchise history they've done that. So bad week for the sports week for the state of Colorado. Good thing the Nuggets, I guess, are NBA champions.
2: You know what, though? I was in Colorado um, two months ago and fucking hated it. Hate hate the altitude. It sucked. Kicked my ass. My wife rented an Airbnb with no AC. It was 90 degrees. Life
0: sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll happen.
2: And the Colorado airport sucks balls. So, <laughs> so um, see, I'm over Colorado. <laughs> I,
1: I was flipping Facebook Sunday night and I saw somebody posted that score and they had changed the font. So it was a screenshot and all that stuff. And I'm like, man, there's no way that's a legit final score. So when I Googled it and saw that, I was like, oh, no. Uh, that, that's why I had to text you and make sure you were at least still alive.
0: Well, I, you were not the only one. I probably had about five people do a wellness check on me. So, uh, and and what sucked for me, one of my best friends who I host another podcast with is a big Miami Dolphin fan. So I had to do the podcast on Monday with him. That was, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk wrestling. Shall we? <laughs> yes.
2: Hey, uh, you guys want to talk to the champion or what?
1: Sure. Uh, yeah, what do you guys want to talk about? Ask any question. I'm I'm free. I'll answer any of your questions as your champion.
0: Okay, Christian. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're not wearing Ed a Copeland. turtleneck, Paul. You're out.
1: Adam Copeland who?
2: <laughs> uh, not yet. Not
0: yet. Not, uh, that might be a question later in the pod. Might be a question later in the pod. But no, no orange cast. He opened up tonight's dynamite. Instead, we got Ray Phoenix, the new AEW international champion, defending against... T Jeff Jarrett All right.
2: Let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about the <laughs> elephant in the room.
1: Phoenix is champion.
2: He should not be champion.
1: No, and that has I come really out numerous times.
0: Yep, I read yeah. all about today in Fightful. Um
1: I did not read it in Fightful, but uh yeah, all the reports I've seen over the last week um, indicate that, uh, yeah, it just wasn't supposed to happen. And I went back and rewatched the match because of it. And yeah, I gotta Phoenix props. He checked on Moxley several times during that match while Knox just stood. Because Rick going, Knox uh, didn't do
0: his job. Uh, are my pants okay? Do these pants fit <laughs> me okay? Is it okay that they're 17 sizes too big? And that's why he wasn't on tonight. He has exactly. back, he has heat, he has heat backstage, uh, Fightful Select reported. So as he should. It's not the first time he screwed up something like this. So yes.
2: so I know you guys aren't a fan of this guy, but I am. Listen to Cornette. Cornette says back when he was with the WWF and then in ROH when he would train officials, he trained the officials as if every match was a shoot. Meaning, mm-hmm. you count to three. If the mm-hmm. talent didn't kick out, it was on them.
1: 100%.
2: Yep.
0: 100%. That's, that's how it should be.
2: And as so, a
1: former official, that's how I was taught,
2: too. And so Cornette says it's a like 100% Knox is a dipshit, according to Cornette. But he, he blames a little bit on Mox because, and, he, and hear me out. And at first, when I when I thought he was going to blame it on Mox, I'm like, man, Cornette, you're out, you're out of line here. But he said after the first over-the-shoulder pal driver and Mox didn't count, or Knox didn't count three, all of a sudden, Mox went ahead with Phoenix and did it again. He said Mox should have laid his ass on the ground and made him count again. He said it was 100%, well... A lot of percent on Mox that made Knox Mox and Knox, I know that's <laughs> weird, right? John Moxley fed into the um, bad decisions of of Rick. Is it what's what's his first name? Rick. Rick? Yeah, Rick Knox. So it, it was bad on both of their parts. And I listened to the Cornette episode, and they were solely um, focused on the finish. But I'm pretty sure early in the match, the first spot when Phoenix came off the ramp and and landed, I'm pretty sure that rang his bell right there. I think you're right. Um, Mm -hmm. They didn't talk about that, but... um, I blame more on the official than I do Moxley, and not yep. just because I'm a Moxley fan, okay, and not just because I make fun of Rick Knox for the last year, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I think that's more on the official there, and and Mox there were there were some reports, and I watched the video again. Mox laid there and said a few choice words to him.
0: Oh yeah, he told him to f off, pretty much.
2: Tanner, we've already been in the explicit I just area, but wrapped up. So, anyways. yeah. It, but it's it's a bad situation around because it is. Obviously, you don't want to see anybody get hurt. We don't, especially concussions. You know, look at look at all the really high profile superstars um, that have been sidelined because of concussions, and and you, you don't want to see that. But you also need a Senior official, which I think they call him a senior official, um, know what the hell is going to go on when somebody's injured. So,
0: right, right, and, and really the whole thing messed up dynamite plans for this week and wrestle dream plans. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and
1: okay, look, I know how the match was supposed to end with the way we saw the young or the elite, the hung bucks, whatever we want to call them this week. Winning the titles, but the Mox match wasn't the only time Knox fucked up during Grand Slam. If you go back and look at the pin, he's behind Nick facing away from the pin and Brian Cage's head is barely on the ground. Like his shoulders are nowhere near the mat. They're resting on top of Nick's legs. And he counts three with the camera pointed right at what's going on.
0: He's just not a very good referee. Well, no. in in that
2: case, and I'm not sticking up for Skeletor, okay? (laughs)
1: Back to Skeletor.
2: You got to look a little bit of production value for something like what Paul just described. The guys in the truck need to know what camera... To be to put on in that situation they put the wrong camera on obviously so yes yeah you you can blame it on Knox, but i think you gotta blame it on the camera guy in the in the in the trailer so
1: it, it's a 50 50 here on me because regardless of where the camera was nick could not clearly or er, Rick could not see the pin that was going on. He had no way to check if Cage's shoulders were down. His, his back, his panther
2: his eyes, he couldn't see shit.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, not to mention probably Nick's hair. He was probably sniffing it because, you know, he's all up the Bucks' ass. Anyway.
2: anyway. <laughs> there we go. Let's get fired up. Let's, let's get us uh. get.
0: And you can get the uh, Get get Dude Some Pants t-shirt on uh, kickingoutshop.com.
2: Yes, you can. Yes, you can. (laughs) In fact, you know what? I might just order one tonight.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anyways, Phoenix uh, was victorious in his first title defense. Um, Regardless of Karen Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Jay Lethal and Sanjay Depp all trying to get involved, Phoenix uh, reversed a figure four attempt from Jarrett for the roll-up victory. Mm -hmm.
2: Hey. Hey, real quick. (laughs) I I should say, yeah, whatever. You're going to listen to me, right?
1: Um, Yeah, sure we are, champ.
2: (laughs) I I thought the match was pretty good. I thought Jarrett worked really well with him as a luchador. I really think Jarrett can hold his own just with his wife ringside. He doesn't need the other three guys. I know they they got a faction and it works or whatever, but at his age, he really can still go.
0: He can. You know, so, I know we all criticize the signing when they signed him, but he's been a pleasant surprise.
2: Yeah. So I'm I'm hundred percent okay with just him and his wife down there at ringside and the other three stooges. And I love Jay Lethal. I think Jay Lethal is awesome in the right situation. But Right now he's taking a backseat to a fifty-four-year-old Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's just my two yep. cents
0: on the thing. No, it's hard to disagree with that. It's hard to yeah. disagree with that. It is. It is. Up next, we got a really fun uh, segment, like we always do, from Better Than You, Baby, MJF and I'm Cole. They're showing showing uh, um chilling on a boat in Long Island. Cole thanks MGF for bringing him out there. However, MGF points out that Cole was on the phone with Roderick Strong for a long time, but Cole points out that he loves them both. MGF then gets another beer, but puts on his dynamite diamond ring. As Cole then questions if MGF brought him out here to knock him out and throw him overboard, Cole said it's normal to have more than one friend, and MGF then jokes that he almost got caught the last time he tried to throw someone overboard. And then uh, all of a sudden... Uh, Adam Cole thought he hooked a fish, so they're trying to reel it in, and it was Paul White as Captain Captain Insano. Insano.
2: I I think think. Bobby Bobby Boucher was very excited. (laughs) Hey, Paul White looked chiseled. He looked good,
1: and he's gone on record saying he's gained weight, and he doesn't like where he's at, and he wants to get some weight shed before he gets back into the ring, and I'm like, dude, you look great.
2: He looked really good. Yeah. And I know they said he wants to do one more run, in-ring run, and as Captain Insano, so uh, yeah. maybe, a little, maybe a little get a foot in the door here.
0: Yeah, that was fun. You could tell all three guys were having a blast doing that. Uh, Paul White's good at that stuff. So, yeah, you always know what, fun. better
1: than you, baby, you guys aren't
0: that bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as they're all enjoying a beer together so yes what kind of beer was that it was a green can it was green and silver can and maybe, probably some local new york stuff I don't know I have, I, have no I have no idea
2: it wasn't that wasn't that uh wasn't that what uh, no some soda shit CM punk was drinking was it
0: no uh, that and what's no. moxley sponsored by them isn't that uh athletic or athlete or something that non alcoholic yeah, yeah.
2: beer well no moxley moxley sponsored by it but well, what punk was drinking was a a flavored club soda. Uh, wasn't yeah. a beer replacement because you know he's straight edge. Mm-hmm. Um, straight edge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's stupid. Up. Straight edge. Anyways, go ahead.
0: Up next, the uh, um Don Callis family comes out. Well, it was Takeshka and uh, Callis come out to a ring of booze to where Renee even talks about it's hard to hear because of these boos. Um, then he introduces Sammy Guevara, says he's happy Guevara's free of the toxic of Chris Jericho, brings out the newest member of the Don Callis family, then shows backstage footage of him in Takeshka in Tokyo, Japan recently as they went to Koto Bushi's dojo and eventually knocked him out with a kettlebell and a chokehold. So I like that. I liked how it wasn't shot with a fancy camera. You know, it was kind of old school-like. Um, I thought it added a lot to the segment. Uh, he went on to say that his family's never been stronger, heading into Wrestle Dream. Guevara then says. He is uh, being painted as the bad guy, but in reality, he is the hero. He claims Jericho is the villain, as for four years, he held him back. Kavaris says whenever he was flying high, Jericho would clip his wings. He thought one day Jericho would pass him the torch, but Jericho's selfish, so he had to take the torch, and now is the time for him to be a champion and star he was born to be. Callus says a wrestle dream. They'll take everything from Jericho, Obushi and Omega until there's nothing but the tears. And for anybody who might have missed it, the third member of Kallis' team is uh, Will Ospreay. Yeah. yeah, just a little guy again. Here. Yeah, yeah, just, just a little guy. Will by God, Osprey, as Callus called him. So, mm-hmm. which would be interesting if he signs with AW, he could be part of Calis's family going forward in twenty twenty four.
2: The only problem I got with with what you just said is he did a really good podcast with with uh, Renee. And,
0: uh, Osprey, is that who yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. And it's
2: probably been a year ago, mm-hmm. maybe a little longer. But he talked about uh, wrestling in Japan during the pandemic and their restrictions. But he also praised New Japan of working around his schedule, not not meaning like he he does what he wants, but He's got a family at home. He's got a stepson. I think that pretty much is is his son. And he talks about how they they work around that, let him go home. So he he also mentioned if he would sign with an American company, whether it's AEW or or, or uh, Tanner's uncle's company, uh, damn shit. It's, <laughs> you know they would not be as uh, open to his booking. So. Yeah. I really think it'd be hard for him not to re-sign with New Japan just because New Japan has the open flexibility to let him go do whatever he wants if he wants to make a paycheck. So I think it's a really good fit for Ospreay. Uh, selfishly, would I want him on AEW television every week? Absolutely. freaking yeah. yeah. But then again, the guy's based in, in Europe. and
0: So's packed though. I'm
2: I'm not a I'm not a fan of Pac. I, I'm
0: I'm not really either.
2: Um I mean but I mean he's based in Europe, his his company's in Japan, and he wrestles in America. Come on. Yes. I mean, yeah. It's, it, it's it, the best of both worlds for that guy.
0: And I did see New Japan, MLW, and AAA agreed to some sort of partnership today. Ooh,
2: I didn't see that.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like a full-fledged, we can trade talents at all times, but it is some sort of partnership going forward, So which is good for all three of those companies. Absolutely. Kyle Destroyer on YouTube asks, is Adam actually hurt? Referee Adam Cole. Um, We will get into that in just a bit. Just a bit. He's hurt. Up next. He had a, um,
2: he had a big old boot on. He's hurt.
0: Well, and, and, okay, I'll go ahead and, and, and say it because, Sorry, no, because here, and I, I don't know if you guys have, I'll share my screen even because I was kind of skeptical myself for storyline purposes, but Britt Baker, his real life girlfriend, just put this out on Twitter. I'm going to share my screen so everybody can see it. Everybody look away. Oh, so that's actual. Ouch. Yeah. Actual uh, picture of Cole's ankle.
1: Yeah, that doesn't foot. look healthy.
0: Yeah, that's 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 legit. There and there's the X-ray. So,
1: still seems weird to see Adam with glasses.
0: Yeah, so okay. sucks for but, him. I mean, so it's been a week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: If it was that bad,
0: he would already had surgery. Maybe they were just waiting for him to uh, make this appearance tonight. Cody
1: wrestled with a torn freaking peck. Yeah.
0: But but I will say, I wonder how quick he can recover because it helped me out. One of you guys, I know I shared it with you, but the independent company, he just agreed. He just appeared on and agreed to wrestle match in November. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm going w- to go what scroll was back that? through. Yeah. Um,
0: what was that? I should know that's one of the better independents going right now, but was it? Um, rev Pro? No one rev pro. I- it was a, th- it was a three initial one to five. It was a three initial one. No, Paul find it, but um,
1: I'm still digging. Hold on, boys. It's he, been a long couple of weeks.
0: It, looking looking
2: at that, I th- I think it's a uh, severe sprain, and I think we're gonna see him in that boot for the next week or two. I don't think we'll get the full blown Kevin Nash. Where he comes out of a wheelchair type deal.
0: So you don't think it's broken three places like you said it was tonight. If you if you break
2: it in three places and tear ligaments, you would have had surgery already within a week if you're a professional athlete. Fair. They would not delay that surgery.
0: I was hoping for the best when it was said last week after dynamite he was on crutches and not already in a boot or a wheelchair. But I'm no medical professional. So
2: Paul Paul is a medical professional because he stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last weekend.
0: Oh, good for you, Paul. I did? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, As Paul's scrolling through that, I'll get into our next match, which was a triple threat for the uh, number one contender for the AW International Championship. It was Nick Jackson, Brian Cage, and Claudio Castanoli. You're thinking, who doesn't fit in this match? That would be the tag team specialist Nick Jackson himself, who is the little guy compared to these two big muscular guys. But, surprisingly, in the end, we see Nick Jackson pull out the win in a match that was very entertaining the whole time, I thought. I thought this match stole the show tonight. DPW. DPW. Thank you, Thank you, Paul.
1: Yes. I overlooked it the first time I scrolled past it.
0: We saw uh, Nick pin Brian Cage during this match, but a lot of fun spots. Crazy suplex by Brian Cage to Claudio. saw Claudio do the swing to Brian Cage. Um, Nick Jackson doing Nick Jackson things out there. So next week it's Nick Jackson, Ray Phoenix, a rematch from, uh, Indianapolis dynamite 2019, which Paul and I were there for, uh, but this time for the international championship. So that, that match will be awesome next week.
1: Yes, it will. I'm looking forward to it. I, um, these guys always put on a good match. I still think they stole the show at in Indy when we were there.
0: Oh, that was um, awesome. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I've, I've already got a feeling that one of my wrestlers of the week next week is going to come from that
0: match. It was really weird to see both Bucks and singles action tonight.
2: It was different.
0: Yeah. Was different. Not, not a bad different. It was just just different. Yeah. Um, we then got Adam uh, Adam Cole and MJF, a uh, better new baby, addressing the fans. That's where Cole admits this is a sad chapter of the story as he got hurt really bad last week. His ankle is broken in three different places and tore ligaments. He has to go to get surgery. There's nothing more soul-crushing than this. He'll do whatever it takes to get back soon, as soon as possible. Cole points out because of that, he can't defend. They can't defend their ROH tag titles against uh, the Righteous, but then MJF cuts him off. He asked the fans if they want to see him, them re, relinquish the titles. to righteous, they say no, so MJF said it's his fault Cole got hurt as he needed him last week. He knows how much the ROH tag titles mean to Cole, so he wants to keep them waiting until he returns. He said he will slide into Seattle and defend the titles in a handicap match and they'll win. Roderick Strong then appears yelling at him. Adam! <laughs> screaming for him. He so- needs... Cole, more than ever, he said it's an emergency. MJF says uh, Strong is a simp, which got a simp chant from the crowd. He says, uh, but Cole's his boy, and he respects that, so he can go do what he needs to do, but he'll be waiting for him when he comes back.
2: There's one thing that annoys me more than Roderick Strong and this gimmick of him screaming at him. You guys know what it is?
0: Nope.
1: Rick knocks his pants.
2: Another, another, uh, performer.
1: Oh, um,
2: come on. You guys should know this on the top of your tongue. What did I threatened to quit about a
0: oh, or- big bill. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I rate this, uh, Roderick strong and his screaming of Adam in the, in the, uh, surgical gown. I rate that right up there with naming the dumbass big bill.
0: I kind of like it because he's so annoying. Mm. I hate him. And it's he's finally got a character. For years, Roderick Strong had no character whatsoever. Because That's he's, true.
2: Because he doesn't. Roderick Strong is a great professional wrestler. He is. He is. Okay. But outside of that, he can't do anything. And no offense to the guy. I'm not trying to be har- harping on him, but... He's just not entertaining. When you take him outside of the ring, you put him in the ring with a guy like Adam Cole, with a guy like Bobby Fish, you know, guys that he has worked with and and paired up with. Yeah, he's awesome. He's great. But other than that, I'm 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 sorry. His voice, his promos are just they're shit. So
0: at least Matt Taven and and. Um- Mike Bennett get on TV this way.
2: Matt Taven and Mike Bennett could be really, really good. And and I don't know how long we've talked about ROH in this podcast. It's been a year or two, but I have always been a Matt Taven fan. I think Matt Taven's a great, great talent. But Sp-
0: speaking of ROH, we got an interesting comment on um, the video I posted yesterday from the Wrestle Dream uh, media call with Tony Khan. And let me see if I can find it now. Uh, of course, it's not going to let me pull it up, is it? Uh, well, as I'm uh, trying to find that, we'll talk about this next yeah. segment, which was okay. uh, Jay White comes out and confronts MJF, and they have a long back-and-forth okay. promo. Um it just really good back and forth. I mean, the uh, MJF had the crowd in the palm of his hands, but I thought J. White held his own. Um, pretty much setting up, I think, what's going to be the uh, full gear match. J. White oh, and MJF absolutely. for the uh, AW Championship, which I think will be awesome.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'm not even going to make predictions, but I will tell you, I don't care the outcome of that match. It's going to be spectacular. There are a few matches that are like that for me, and this is going to be one of them.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really good. Um, really good indeed. Um, um, what your thoughts, Shep, on, on that segment? Eh,
2: it was a good segment, and I don't want to dive into it because I think that would uh, maybe uh, give a little bit into my prediction. So.
0: Okay, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now,
2: the only thing I will say, I I think MJF kicked the living shit out of Jay White on the mic tonight. Not that Jay White was that bad. MJF was that good.
1: Oh, he was on a whole nother level tonight compared to normal. Yes, I agree with he you. He
2: was not that Jay White was bad. Okay.
1: No, Jay White was spectacular, he, he, but he held MJF nailed it.
2: But MJF was on top of it so super i know i think it some people would think that segment ran a little long
0: i thought Um, it ran a little long
2: okay so guys like tanner thought it ran a little long. well i
0: thought it was good but i thought it was a little long
2: um but i thought it was really really good and mjf came out looking better if he if he could look even better than he did it happened tonight
0: Here's the I found the comment because we were talking oh, about okay. ROH titles a little bit. It comes from at uh, K W Y J I B O on uh, then underscore on YouTube. And he's a guy who watches a lot of our videos, so appreciate when he when he has comments. But he wanted us to talk about this on tonight's pod, so I said we would. He said uh, ROH request from me to your podcast today. ROH titles held by AEW guys are too much. Also, it's really they're really bad at introducing the introduction of ROH wrestlers. For example, I have no idea who the righteous were until one to two weeks before when they started pushing them. All of a sudden now they are having an AEW title match. They need to slowly start splitting the, splitting the brands. I have a hard time following all the AEW shows alone. No time or interest to even follow ROH too. I can't be the only one with this problem. He's, he did
2: uh, he, he makes a, a lot of good point. Mm-hmm. A, yeah. A lot of good points. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be the. F- I'm a huge ROH fan, but I do not follow ROH television on the street. I don't,
0: I don't either. I no, don't either. Neither do I.
2: O- on the Honor Club, I I watch it off of the spoilers in the dirt sheets. Yep.
0: yep. Mm-hmm. I see the highlights on um, Twitter X and other social media. Yep. I I have not paid for Honor Club, and I just yeah. I don't know just so more content out there.
2: That if, if we go back to our last predictions, and I, I pick uh, Kingston over Claudio, mm-hmm. that had a lot to do with my pick. Just being Claudio, to me, is an AEW guy, not right. an ROH mm-hmm. guy. Right. And I think they have to have a little bit of a, uh, a line there to separate them. So uh, going into this pay-per-view, which we'll talk about later, It makes sense because we don't have Claudio on there. um, And we have Kingston versus another ROH guy. So,
1: kind of another reason I struggled to pick uh, Hangman and the Bucks for the trios because they're AEW guys. I mean, unless you're making a big, huge push for your next ROH pay per view, it makes no sense.
2: But, but. Here's here's my defense on that, okay? Because I picked the Bucks, right? And I won the, I won, I won, champion, champion, right there. Hey Paul, you see that right there, champion? No, Um,
1: sorry, I'm blind tonight.
2: (laughs) No, the reason I made that pick was because Brian Cage and the Samoans, whatever they're called, Mobile Embassy. They're not entertaining. They're not entertaining like Kingston is. They they don't have real life promos like Kingston. I could give two you know what's about them. So my pick was was the the Hung Bucks because those three guys don't mean you know what diddly to me. Now, are they good performers? Do they look good? Yeah, whatever. But Right now on television, they suck. So it was it was a great decision to take the belts off of them because now we don't have to listen to them.
0: I, I, I agree with you, Paul. I think maybe the move was the, to do some ROH pay-per-view buys with some big names holding the titles. But also there's a rumor of you know Tony adding another pay-per-view in December. Um, I saw Sean Ross Sapp today on, on The Hump with him and Jimmy Van was speculating. Maybe it was just pure speculation out of him. He said he doesn't know anything but maybe they do a pay-per-view in New York in December and do a lot of title versus title matches. ROH title versus AW. Think about it. MJF, if he's still a title holder. Kingston, both from New York against each other. That could be a big time draw. But what I'm fighting with is we saw this promo, the advertisement for Wrestle Dream, saying that kind of an end of an era and the beginning of a new era is coming in AEW on Sunday. Is that going to be related to ROH somehow?
1: Or could this be the final pay-per-view on Bleacher Report?
0: That could be, or is it going to be an emerging a debuting talent or two is it all three combined i don't know i'm just i've been going back and forth like what does this mean
1: yeah I I maybe we're finally getting a streaming deal
2: yeah i I hope tanner's correct but i think paul's right i think it's gonna go from bleacher report to uh, Max. Max. max yeah um but yeah i hope we still get a surprise appearance or two now I'm going with one, and I, and I hope it's Adam Copeland. So,
0: show you up, show off. You don't think Mercedes? I,
2: I don't think she's healthy yet. Is she?
0: I don't know. She's got to be getting close.
2: She. I mean, you talk about a broken ankle. It was her.
0: Well, she had a cryptic tweet the other day on our, our Instagram post. So, and well, well, if you look at Russell Dream.
2: I do not want her in the Statlander feud.
0: No, no, no. If you bring no. her in, she's got to be against Soraya. Correct. Mm-hmm. And, and they got a lot of history together.
2: And and mm-hmm. maybe maybe we'll get that um, on Collision or Rampage. Good. You know, maybe we'll get Soraya involved. But right now, Soraya's not on the bingo card.
0: No, 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 she's no. not. I just feel like, though, if, if you bring one of those talents in or both, you got to do it on a pay-per-view, don't you? You can't do it on a dynamite or a rampage or a collision. Uh,
2: I don't – I mean, Tony Khan thinks outside the box. and I, He does. I completely understand of – we have a good pay-per-view coming this Sunday. I'm oh, a it's
0: good. a hell of a card.
2: We have a good pay-per-view. And if that pay-per-view t- – Bangs it out of the park, which I think it could. You Then you turn around and have Adam Copeland show up on Wednesday night. You talk about a snowball effect.
0: Yeah, because I think AEW is getting some good momentum going right now. The ratings of Collision Saturday were really good. And that's up against college football. So I know the CM Punk fans are going to hate me right now, but so far... Loss of Punk's not really impacting the ratings like a lot of people uh, thought it was going let's, to.
2: Let's also talk about the uh, the big deal of SmackDown leaving Fox and going to USA. USA,
0: which could mm-hmm. shake up everything because they're, they're, they're
2: saying that, that NXT and Raw could actually basically go to a streaming, yeah. as in Peacock, yeah, not be on live television.
0: Well, and if I'm WWE, and it's really weird to think about this because the branding is Monday Night Raw and always has been, but if I'm them, I look into maybe getting away from Monday nights because the NFL kills them for four to five months a year. Just kills them. You you,
2: you say that in um, a couple of your your buddies. Um said that they could move Raw to Wednesday night. And the only reason they would do that is to go head-to-head with sure. Dynamite. Sure. Um, and at this point, if if Raw was on a streaming device, I would think Dynamite would win.
0: I do too. But I do too.
2: WWE has the power to stack that Raw. Right. Okay. And, and we've seen that in the last uh, 14 days.
0: But we've also seen Kevin Owens, Sammy Zing, and Cody against the Judgment Day 5 billion times in a row. Yeah. That's why I'm not even going to do a Cody segment tonight, boys. Just to let you know. Well, well, Really? I wasn't planning on it. Okay, well, all right, that's fine.
1: Was there anything? I don't know. I didn't, well,
2: I, I, didn't I don't want to talk about what Cody did this week. I want to talk about what's in the future.
0: We kind of did last week.
2: Well, it got even worse. I feel like it got even worse this week <laughs> when they announced that the dirt sheet said Rock's gonna be involved in uh,
0: uh, elimination chamber. I, I also read where that got shut down. So, but it is a big show in Australia, so it's a stadium show.
2: Yeah, yeah, live at six a.m. and and Cena's involved and in, I don't know. Anyways, hey, what, what's up? I mean. We're only 42 minutes and 56 seconds in. What's yeah. that?
0: We got we got predictions too. So, uh, yeah. what what what's next was uh Sigma. I really enjoyed it. I've I've been on record saying this time time again. I like when Jim Ross does sit-down interviews. This is what yes. he's really good at. And this was a good one tonight between Darby Allin and Christian Cage. Got real personal. Because, you know, Jim Ross was saying, hey, this guy's already beat you twice, Christian. Christian said his losses to Allen were flukes. They were non-title matches, but he will win on Sunday. He knows that Allen is nowhere near the man he is. Allen uses his body as a weapon, and he asked for this match to see what Allen could do when he had to wrestle. Christian then asks if—I couldn't believe he went there. there, But he asks if uh, Darby's uncle will be in attendance as he reveals that Darby's uncle is dead. Um, However, Darby says that— He doesn't impact who he is today. Christian can't beat him in Seattle. He's won the title there before, so he'll do it again. Uh, Christian then tells Darby to bring all of his family, but Darby says he is doing it on his own, and Christian said if he had the balls, he would do it on his own. Um, Cage then says uh, Nick Wayne needs a real mentor, not someone who hides behind the face paint. He will always be the TNT champion, and Darby can get used to it. But then Darby starts wiping off. The face paint—I thought that was a good touch. Be interesting to see if he comes out without face paint on Sunday for once.
1: Yeah,
2: I I enjoyed
0: this I didn't segment.
2: That, but that's that's a good
0: point, Tanner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it would be weird, but for this match, it makes sense. And I mean, it was just really good. I I've enjoyed this few I mean, we've seen it a lot, but it just got really personal there, like big time, So two out three falls is gonna be fun.
1: I always <laughs> like when. Christian brings up dead family members I know that sounds very dark and twisted and it adds to the story yeah because that tells you it's personal I mean you could say oh you know so sorry to hear that your dad left your mom when you were a kid but okay but to go well you know your dad's dead how's your mom doing yeah, I mean, it's a whole nother level.
0: And he always gets me to laugh. He talks about uh, Nick Wayne's mom again. He's like, oh, don't worry. I'll message her and make, make sure she's there. Um, He's Tanner Tanner laughed at this dark promo? I did laugh at that part. Wow. So, but uh, it's interesting layers, too. You got Nick Wayne. You got Luchasaurus, who, you know, he finally got to hold that title Saturday night just for a brief moment. Seemed to really like it, so. We could see a wrinkle in there too. I know. I know. Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne are supposed to stay out of the way, but we'll see if they really do. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Two out though. of three. Good stuff. We then see what uh, the IWC was calling the uh, Big Brother match. Because Matt Jackson's the older brother of Nick Jackson, Austin Gunn's older Jackson, or Austin Gunn's the older brother of uh, Colton Gunn, and then Pinta El Mirdo is the older brother of Ray Phoenix. But then Orange Cassidy's not really the brother of Hook, but if he was, he's older. So, uh, <laughs> uh, four-way match here, uh, a lot of back and forth, a lot of good spots. I really like the uh, Matt Jackson uh, locomotive suplex, double suplex spot. And trying to pin all three guys, I thought that was good. Enjoyed Casti going off the top rope, doing it lazy onto the outside of the ring, and then Taz and Excalibur were both on one tonight. They were oh, having a blast.
1: And, I think they enjoyed the local recreation. Tonight. I think you're right.
0: And it Taz said, "I used to do dives like that." And, and Excalibur First says, he "Oh, he steals my, color, steals my colors, Seals your colors, then your dives." And then and my son, and then he goes, "And my son," and then Excalibur just loses it. Uh, they were having a blast tonight. Um, in the end, we saw Orange Cassidy um, hit uh, Matt Jackson with the orange punch and, and take the win.
1: So both Jackson boys pick up a victory tonight in singles competition. Orange
0: Orange got the victory.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah. My brain farted for a minute. There. <laughs> it, At which, one which, point which wasn't I a surprise thought, that Orange won. No. I... This so, didn't affect my predictions any one way or the other, but I do have comments on my prediction when we get to it.
2: So so with the injury of Mox, and we know what kind of run Orange had. I know Phoenix has already taken this Sunday, but he's not taken on collision on Saturday, right?
0: I don't believe I didn't see him on the graphic.
2: No. So I think it's a really good time to put the belt back on orange. But, really, but
0: but they already um, advertise Phoenix against Nick Jackson next week, next Wednesday. Well, you can change that yes. graphic. Yeah, but oh. I, I don't think they're going to change that one. So
2: I don't know. I think I, but, I really do. I think it, I mean, nothing against Phoenix. Super talented. Super. Super good professional wrestler, super good luchador, I should say.
0: Why don't you just put it on Mox when he comes back? Have Phoenix
1: hold it until Mox comes back. Have a rematch. Put it back on Mox, and then go forward with
2: your plans. Because I think you, I think you could have a multiple match feud with Mox and Orange.
0: They did put on a banger, so they they did fall out
2: and i think you could you could string that out with two or three weeks and you could have some gimmicks in the match where they get bloody and cuz i mean it's mocks mm-hmm. but i think i think you could really have a, a good story there so and orange is starting to talk a little bit on the mic
0: mm-hmm.
2: which which makes it even better phoenix i don't have goes, a
1: catchphrase
2: yeah no i think it's awesome I'm sure he's selling a shit ton of merch on that, by the way. Um,
1: yeah. How's that going, Tanner?
0: I'm looking up right now.
2: Um, <laughs> Phoenix. He doesn't talk. So I don't know. I think that'd be a good match for collision. And, and you, you can move that belt because right now that belt's a hot potato because it's not supposed to, it's, it wasn't supposed to change last week. My, my two cents.
0: Well, the top sellers for the week in it, it is in the top sellers for the week, but it's, let's see, 5, 10. It's 12th. Uh, his yearbook photo is 11th. But the top seller for the week is the live event mystery grab bag shirt. And number two is the Jade Cargill exclusive uh, action figure. She mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, and that's why it's top seller. And then Better Than You Bebe number three, MGF Smojo, Smojo. Um, Title, Grand Slam title, posters, four. Bullet Club goals, five. Tony Storm, chin up, tits out, number six. Wow. Bang Bang get, get, Gain, seven. Chachos for life, eight. Um, Let's see for the month, though. Let's see. Monthly. Monthly. It is one, two, three, four. eight for the month. And and uh, CM Punk has two in the top six. For the
2: month. Yeah, they gotta get rid of that stock.
0: Yep. And for the year, just while we're on it, um, that's cool. Jay Briscoe is still number one for the year, sure. Yeah. Followed by Better Than You, Baby, then Scissor Me, Daddy Ass, and then the uh, Mystery Grabback shirt, and then number five's Bullet Club Gold. So. Yeah, cool. Cool. Uh, up next, the lone women's match of the night, Julia Hart versus Willow Nightingale. Julia Hart comes out with a really cool entrance, just like the House of Black always does, but, which I don't know if you guys saw this today on social media. Malachi did an interview, and he was asked about back injury. He said his back's fine. Those rumors are false. He said he's on the shelf with a calf injury, um, but he's soon to be back and they were asking about his lack of singles matches, and he had no explanation why he's only wrestled 10 singles matches since he debuted in AEW. So, I got the sense he wants to wrestle more singles matches. Um, mm-hmm. Julia Hart came out with Brody King, really cool entrance, and then Will Nightingale wasn't her bubbly, happy self because she uh, had her eye covered after the miss, so she wasn't smiling, wasn't clapping like anything. She immediately attacked Julia Hart with a lot of aggressiveness. Uh, but Hart uh, leaped on her back and exposed the eye, and then attacked her herself. Went back and forth for a little bit. Towards the end of the match, we saw uh, uh Will Nightingale was uh, mocking Bro- Brody King's mark. but then Julia Hart avoided the stampede by pulling herself up, and she followed it with a beautiful moonsault for the one-two-three. And Statlander came out afterwards because she was a hold of submission on Nightingale. Then Statlander went to Charger. Julia Hart rolled out of the ring. And then hid behind Brody King. So we will see those two face each other Sunday at Wrestle Dream for the TBS Championship. Which uh, Julia Hartz won seventeen matches in a row. Her last loss came to Chris Statlander. So
2: it'll be interesting. I thought I thought for a women's match, This sounds bad. Don't don't judge me. (laughs) But they they were really good tonight. Um. If you compare it to the last, you know, five or six women's matches we've gotten on uh, Dynamite, these these girls did a a way better job. They 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 uh, it took it above. So I thought it was really entertaining. I thought they both did a great job. Um, the more I see Willow Nightingale, and I think I've said this a couple times, I think that girl can be the face of the women's division she is super athletic she has the charisma that's the big thing the charisma she has it um so
0: yeah yeah a she's a, yeah it was good it was good and i could see both sides i could see why you guys might pick Julia Hart, or you might pick Chris Statlander for Sunday. We'll get into our Wrestle Dream predictions here shortly as we talk about the last segment of the show. Uh, AEW loves to have Hangman Page contract signings be the last segment of the Dynamite. And that's what we got here in the Go Home episode for Wrestle Dream. Swerve Strickland, Adam Page contract signing, but Swerve with the ultimate heel move to begin before it went to commercial, went to commercial break, not letting Chris Nana do his dance. Cuts him off, which Prince, Prince Nana, we I tweet about from our account. Prince Nana actually retweeted that tonight. So, because Prince Nana is over with the crowd and his swerve uh, dance dance moves, but not tonight. Uh, yeah, these two went back and forth on the mic a long time. I pretty much swerve, said he's impressed with Adam Page's fire, but it says far too late for that. Page is walking into the lion's den. is unlike anything he's ever dealt with. They couldn't be more opposite uh, Swerve says he never wanted to be the wrestler of Page's. Page said it's good Strickland is fired up. What he said previously stunned him, but he's glad that Strickland said what he said. He knew that something was up with him deep down because for a year and a half he felt there was a black cloud over his head. Sure, the sun would shine. He beat Moxley in Texas deathmatch. He re- reunited with the elite. Felt he should have been the happiest man in the world, but that cloud would come back. He knew for as long as God let it rain on him, he didn't dare open the umbrella. But he's still here. The downpour washed something out of him. Whether that was passion, determination, or hope. He's come to realize the fans deserve more from him and they deserve the best of him. He deserves it for himself too. And that's what Swerve will get at WrestleDream. Swerve says that was the most pathetic thing he's ever seen. He says this isn't personal. It's just Paige is in the position he wants and the truth to be told. He might have mental health issues because he makes an enemy every day as that fuels him. He's going to take his position from him, and he points out that it rains a lot in Seattle. Page says he has knocked every opportunity he has out of the park, and Swerve doesn't have what it takes to fill his boots. Swerve then slaps Page, and he signs the contract, Hangman. And then Hangman fires back as by stabbing him uh, in the hand with a pin. So, yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Interesting segment.
0: Also, I, did you guys catch the uh, nod to uh, Lucha Underground by Swerve during the segment? Hmm, but I, know, I did not. Uh, I didn't either. There was a, uh, they talked about uh, what's a box, buckshot to a kill shot. That was Swerve's character and Lucha Underground was kill shot.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: okay. So.
1: It went right then, over my head.
0: And then I thought the show was going up. Off the air like that, but then backstage we see Jay White being jumped by a bunch of guys yeah, dre- dressing all black with masks, and then there's a masked man, which was the previous MJF devil mask, is shown grabbing the camera.
1: Oh, we're as, not doing, as doing as the Dark Knight Order? Goes
0: off the air. I don't think it was the Dark Order. <laughs> well, that
1: was their gimmick, you know, when they couldn't throw punches.
0: So that's what I was afraid of at first, but it was a lot more realistic than that. So what were your guys' um, thoughts on the contract signing and then the Cliff Hainer ending?
1: Yeah, I have never been a big fan of contract signings on TV because we only do it for a handful of matches. So, like, you know, why does Hangman and Swerve get a contract signing, but Eddie Kingston doesn't get one with Shibata? Or, um, right. FTR doesn't get one with Aussie Open, you know it. If you're going to do contract signings, it's got to be every match or exclusively for championship matches.
0: Well, and I feel like I would still be surprised if this is the main event. I think the main event's going to be Zack Saber Junior. Brian Danielson.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: But I could be, I could be wrong. Um, I, I thought, I thought Swerve looked
2: mediocre um, in this promo and the reason is is when when hangman would talk and he would try to laugh like his laugh was so fake yeah <laughs> and i thought i thought it i thought it just downgraded the segment i thought heyman looked really good um and swerve maybe not as good as hangman in the in the promos if you go back to forth but we're kind of spoiled because we got a 10 minute promo of MJF and Jay white going back and forth. That was really, really good. And then we get these two guys and it just, it just wasn't the same. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think a lot of swerve, but I was, I was fired up out his comments about my Broncos. So, which is good. That's what he was supposed to do. So. <laughs> But it's uh as
2: suck. <laughs> they and, they do suck. And I'm coming from a Colts fan which I thought we're going to suck and somehow we're two and one but whatever.
0: Yeah. NFL's we'll, funny sometimes. because we'll Matt
1: Gay can kick.
0: He can't kick. He can kick the living shit out of a ball.
2: He's he's so. the next boomstick.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but uh the closing segment I yes. really enjoyed. Um I get having the camera start so far away Because, you know, you don't realize it's happening You're rushing up on it At first, I didn't realize who was getting attacked I thought maybe it was one of the Bucks And the Mogul Embassy was attacking Because of the fact that we just had MJ Or uh, Hangman and Swerve Um, But as soon as they saw or showed Jay White I went, well, Max just reminded him He knows who he is He hasn't gone soft.
0: I'm not so sure that was Max.
2: It's not. Well, that dude was way skinnier and not built like Max. Way skinnier.
1: Right. Now, like I said, initial. Okay, maybe I didn't say initial, but now when the close up got on him, I went, okay, that's not Max. This is a setup to make it look like Max.
2: So, drive that that wedge. There's one guy I would love to see, Jay White. But I think Adam Copeland is uh, bigger than the guy we Yeah, thought. yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Adam Copeland. No.
0: I think they want us to think it's Adam Colt. and They want us to think that the injury could be a, uh, a setup. What,
2: it wasn't CM Punk either.
0: It wasn't CM Punk. No. <laughs> I have seen two theories out there. IWC, okay. and I'll, I'll share with you. One thinks the attackers could be... LFI. Okay. Which is Rouge, uh, Preston Vance. Um, Rouge and
2: Preston Vance are way bigger, but now.
0: but but it could have been um, oh, Hired like, help. Uh, some other yeah, they have some other members too, or somebody thinks it's Finley. And Bullet Club's coming in to start a war from New mm-hmm. Japan.
2: So we get a little fin juice
0: action. Which, I mean, yeah, well, on the opposite sides, juice problems, bowl club, gold.
2: That makes a lot more sense. It's coded. No, I'm kidding.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I definitely don't it think is. it's Max.
1: No. And I think that's what we'll see uh, next week on Dynamite. It's not Stokely is- this
0: time. It's not Stokely.
1: No um, we'll, we'll see We'll see uh, a, a pre-shot segment Of Adam and Max talking And Adam will be scolding him You know why'd you do that You know I thought we were over this Yada 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 And Max will say it wasn't me I mean I would have loved to have done that But being your friend Has shown me The nicer way of life Type of deal
0: well could this could we see more of this on uh Sunday? Could, could this could this intertwine into the start of a new era whatever that means I mean if it is a whole bunch of guys coming from New Japan or something maybe the rumors are true maybe Tony bought New Japan
2: mm-hmm that's a big rumor
0: yeah there's a rumor out there he didn't he didn't deny uh, it but he just kind of said he'd like now, to know how the rumor who started, started
2: that rumor yeah
0: yeah. So, I don't know, but I like the cliffhangers. That reminds me of what WCW, when it was good, used to do all the time. So, make mm-hmm. you want to tune in next week. So, no, oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot.
2: A ton of cliffhangers on Monday Night Nitro.
0: Oh, yeah. I,
2: I agree with that.
0: Yep. Yep. All right. So, uh, rating for tonight's show.
2: Have at it, champ. 7.6.
0: All right. So a little lower than last week. You had 8-2 last week.
2: Yeah. um, I didn't like the finishing segment with uh, the contract signing. Um, I thought MJF and Jay White stole the show. I also thought Jeff Jarrett performed Really good with a luchador there as well. So, I mean, wasn't a a bad show. It was was okay.
0: Paul? Uh,
1: I'm a little higher, uh, 7.9. I I enjoyed a lot of this. I loved the cliffhanger actually brought it up for me a lot because I was a lot lower than this. Uh, But the fact that we you shared uh Sid vicious's response to Goldberg smashing his car 99 <laughs> kind of ending on a cliffhanger the way WCW liked to do things and then we get this today and I mean the contract signing should have been first um but I enjoyed the show thoroughly good setup for Sunday
0: this show was better than I thought it was going to be. Coming in tonight, I'm looking at the card. I'm like, we only have two matches. We're going to hear from a lot of people. It's not going to be the greatest go home show, and it, it exceeded my expectations. So no surprise here. I'm going to be the highest of the bunch, not as high as I was last week. I think last week I was eight like eight or eight nine. I think I was eight eight last week. Uh, I'm going eight one this week. So it is in the eights yeah. for me. But um, if no, contract signing I mean,
1: would. If the contract signing would have been first, I would have been in the eights. But I almost turned it off and came downstairs because I knew how it was going to end and just started getting ready for the podcast. And I just said, all right, I'll wait a minute longer. And then we got the closing segment. So I'm glad See, I caught it. it.
0: And it's so smart of AW to do something like that because now in the future, when you're thinking about shutting it off, you're going to double think. They oh wait, they might leave me with a surprise Maybe? at the end. Yeah, because yep. they even had the credits come up and everything. Oh, yeah, you know, they yeah, closed you know, out the, the show bottom? down yep. at the bottom,
1: everything. Yep. yep. And then it switched.
0: Yep, yep. So, all right, wrestler of the night.
1: Mm. Um, Well, Shep's thinking so. I'll go because um, I'm always entertained by this guy, and it's nice to see him pick up a singles victory,
0: Nick Jackson. Good pick. Took my pick, bastard.
1: All I could think throughout right. the match, though, is he just needs to bring back Merch Freak. <laughs> uh,
2: mine is nowhere close to you guys, but um, thought he was over the top. Great tonight, MJF. All
1: right. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I almost went with MJF, honestly.
2: And, and we've got a lot of really good segments out of him of late. And, and we can go back before we even get into the um, Adam Cole stuff, that guy is so good on the mic with such less experience than most. And when he got in the ring tonight with Jay White, Jay White has way more experience than MJF. But MJF held his own, if not made him look bad. So, yeah, MJF, I had it wrote down here before you guys even said it. I had my score wrote down and I had MGF wrote down as uh, my guy of the night.
0: Part of me was going to take Jay White because I, I still think he held his own in the promo battle and he's a heck of a talent, but I'm going to go with two guys into one just because I said I can Christian Cage and Darby Allen.
2: <laughs> Both. That was a good backstage segment. Both. Yes, so, it was.
0: Yep. They brought some passion tonight, and I really liked that. It got me, it got me more fired up for the match going into Sunday than I was. So, that that's mm-hmm. what it was intended to do. So. Yep. All right, All predictions right. time.
1: Let's do this. I'm going to take the lead here off of your hands, Tanner. And
0: I am going
1: to uh, read out the matches and Shep, we're going to start with you um, with the first match, since you are the defending champion. So for those who have never joined us before, what we do is we go through the matches. We decide who we think is going to win the match. And then we give kind of a confidence rating tonight. We're uh, predicting for 10 matches. So you could see a uh, number 10, you could see a number one, you could see something in between yes. and we cannot repeat the confidence pick points. So we only have 10 numbers to choose from each match. Yep. So with that being said, I'm going off of Wikipedia for this where they have their matches. I'm reading it in order. I'm hoping this isn't the way the card goes, but this is how it's listed. Starting us off first. Uh, what a, we're all hoping is the main event. Brian Danielson versus Zach Sabre Jr. Shep.
2: Wow. Right off the bat, I get to pick this one first? Yeah. All right. I got Brian Danielson for three.
1: Okay. Tanner?
0: I got Brian Danielson for five.
1: Wow. I'm the oddball here. I got Sabre for two.
0: What? Why? I'm just curious. Not saying it's a bad pick, because that oh. could turn the whole thing away, but I'm just, just curious.
1: <laughs> uh, Just because, I mean, they're both fantastic wrestlers. Oh, they are. But this match has been rumored so many times, and I think the original plan, Danielson was huge in AEW when the first match was coming around. I think the original plan was originally to have Sabre go over. So I'm sticking with that.
0: Okay. All right. All right. All okay. right.
1: All right, up next, we've got uh, Hangman Adam Page taking on Swerve Strickland. Tanner?
0: I have Swerve Strickland for three. Shep? I
2: have Hangman for two.
1: I have Hangman for three.
0: This was a tough one for me. I just think... Swerve has got to get a big victory one of these days. You know what? And I feel like this is time.
2: I, I agree with you, Tanner. Until I listened to him on the mic tonight, and it sucked. Sorry. It just,
0: I, and I know we have differing opinions. I, I I think a lot of Swerve. I know you're not a big Swerve fan. I really think he's a future heavyweight champion in I, I, the in the waiting. His, but is
2: is in ring work? Don't get me wrong. He's awesome. He can work with the best. Yes. I just cringe
0: when he's
2: <laughs> talking tonight. and he's got them fake gold teeth up there, it just it doesn't do. It's it. not your
0: thing. Not your thing. Not my thing.
1: And here lately, if you look at things, Hangman's not been losing. It's true. He has not lost the big one here in a while. So, the uh, battle royal kind of or the over the budget. Charity Battle Royal kind of changed Things around for him uh-huh. and I think We're going to keep riding this for a little bit longer uh-huh. All right Up next the the match Shep's most excited about FTR versus Aussie Open and Shep Take us with your pick
2: FTR for eight
1: Tanner
0: I have FTR for seven
1: I have FTR for nine. I don't oh. think it's time for them to drop the belts yet, honestly.
0: No. And, and, you know, that's going like, to be a fun match, though. It's going to be a fun match. It is. It is. One of those, I don't
1: care exactly. the outcome of this match. It's going to be a fantastic match either way.
2: Those guys, the last, what, three weeks, four weeks? So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Anybody else have any more comments? I know we all picked FTR, so there's not much to comment on about this
0: match. I really enjoyed the segment on collision with them, with Dax getting on his knees and begging them to pretty much bring it. Um, yeah. I love what FTR is doing, giving these younger tag teams chances and building them up, but yet getting the wins. It's great, mm-hmm. great run FTR's on.
1: Um, Up next, we've got the two-on-one handicap match for the ROH World Tag Team Championships, MJF versus The Righteous. Tanner.
0: Well, this threw threw me a curveball tonight with this game change from a two-on-two tag match to a two-on-one handicap. But I think for storyline purposes, and he's your world champion, MJF finds a way to win. I got MJF for six.
1: Ooh! All right, all right, champ. What do you got?
2: MGF for six.
1: All right, I guess I'm the oddball out here. Um, I've got the righteous for seven.
2: Oh boy!
0: I just don't one.
1: think he can overcome it.
0: He just thinks it's a bad look if your champion loses. Yeah, but and if he if he does have to lose, it is a two on one disadvantage, I guess.
1: That's that the, the only long. way.
2: I kind of thought with the start of the Jay White promo going, okay, the Bullet Club is going to cost MJF in the tag match. Like, I can see that, right? And I have a bunch of scribbles on my paper. At the end of the show, I changed it all. Um, more scribbles on my paper, but I kept MJF there, so – I think he pulls it out somehow.
0: Yep, I'm re- I'm with you, Ship.
1: All right, I'm hoping that's the case. I'm not going to be disappointed if I don't win my belt because of that. But uh, up Here's next, the, we've got no. It's yeah. You heard belt. me? No, no, no. It's my belt. my belt. I will be your champion again Sunday night.
2: What, wait, what does it say right there, Paul?
1: Uh, it says the Shep.
2: Well, below <laughs> that.
1: Uh, it's a picture of a person's head.
2: You're a (laughs) shithead. Says
1: Shepard Chevy GMC. Next, (laughs) uh, six man tag team match. We've got uh, Chris Jericho and the Golden Elite taking on the Don Callis family. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. I got Don Callis family for four,
1: Tanner.
0: I got Don Callis' family for four.
1: Man, we are just not agreeing at all. I got Jericho and the Golden Elite for four.
0: Why is that, Paul?
1: Uh, Kenny's done nothing but lose here lately. I'm hoping he wins. It's just kind of a hope shot at this point.
0: The reason i think Callis' family, I think this feud with Callis and Takeshka and Kenny goes into 2024. We see Jericho and Takeshka are set up for a match... I remember if it's October or November, so I think they got to prolong this a little bit.
1: And, I mean, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, which is the Omega-Jericho aspect of this. And I'm just hopeful that this pays off for Jericho and Omega. Yep. I mean, no offense to it, Kota and Os- I don't
0: think Osprey's going to lose. And this is another yeah, way they could have set up Osprey and Omega again if they wanted to do it at Wrestle Kingdom again.
1: Or you could have Kenny pin Osprey and then Osprey say, Whoa, 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 whoa. That was six man action. Good. I want to do this one more time one on one.
0: Good. There's a lot of fun layers about this match. A lot of fun yes. layers.
1: All right. Up next is the two out of three falls match for the AEW TNT Championship. Christian Cage defends against Darby Allen. Tanner.
0: This was a tough one. I was going back and forth. I know it's in Seattle, but what tipped my hat tonight was Darby's like, I've already won the title in Seattle. I can do it again. Christian Cage for one.
1: Mm, okay. Ship.
0: I got
2: Christian Cage for five.
1: Man, if this title changes hands this time, it's going to be, like, big numbers. I got Darby for five.
0: All right, and since we we haven't really talked about it, and it's a rumor around this match, do we see Adam Copeland debut Sunday? Yes. Wait,
2: is that that a bonus? No. Do we do a five-point bonus? I'm the champion. I can make that rule. Hold on. Calm down, Paul.
1: It cost you your championship last time, Shep. Be careful with
2: that. It did. It did. You're a good point. All right, I'll come. back. Majin's
1: got him for six. Majin, I hope you win this thing, man. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey, I hope Majin had fun at the hockey game. He said he was going to a Jet, the Jets Flames preseason game tonight, so he must be back. Oh, all right, good.
2: Hey, tell Marty McSorley I said hi. <laughs>
0: okay, oh, I knew that was coming.
1: Uh, yeah, was coming. yeah, but
0: I do think we see Adam Copeland Sunday.
2: For
1: you do? I think yep. we do too. Um,
0: and you want
2: to put, want to put five points on that, Paul?
0: No, I do not. Um, shep, it's you and me who are agreeing on a lot of things. Paul is a landslide away from us.
2: That is a good point.
0: I don't think we've uh, okay, we disagreed on swerve hangman, so there won't be any, there shouldn't be any exact
2: eyes, okay?
1: But uh, yeah, I think Copeland will get involved if he does show up, and it will be simply because Luchasaurus and um. Nick are banned from ringside, or they're not supposed to be there. Um,
0: I could see so Luchasaurus I, turning on Christian. Uh, not yet. I like him so much better as a heel though than I did as yes. a, when he was a phase.
1: If he turns on him, he needs to turn on him and stay heel and just go off on his own.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like Luchasaurus where he he uh turns heel. Wait, he is heel. Yeah, I like where Luchasaurus just goes off a of TV and. We don't see him like for a while.
0: He goes on big brother again.
2: Oh uh, yeah. There you
0: go.
1: Shep might be okay with Luchasaurus coming back uh, right after you become okay with man. His name just left me. The third member of Jurassic Express.
0: Well, Marco stunt. Oh, there Mark... we go. Oh, it's been too long since we brought his name up on the podcast, I guess.
1: I, yeah, but I should know it because he's your favorite wrestler. Uh, I mean, yes, you love him.
2: Marco Stunt was getting thrown against a Velcro board by uh, Jordan Belfour.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Majin asked if anyone was going to put points on what theme Adam will use. Oh, Metalingus. Yeah, WWE doesn't own those Metalingus. rights, so he's got to use that. Mm-hmm. Got to use that. It's one of the best themes ever.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Next match, singles match for the ROH World Championship and New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Openweight Championship. Eddie Kingston defending against Shibata. Shep, who you got?
0: Eddie Kingston for nine.
1: Oh, Tanner.
0: I got Eddie Kingston for ten.
1: Wow. I'm the low man on the totem pole. I got Kingston for eight. It's for both titles.
0: I yeah, I don't see any way Eddie loses those. Not if yet. it was
1: only for the ROH, I might have picked uh, Shibata, but eh. All right. Uh, a match, I think, is another one of those that I don't care. It's going to be a good match, so whoever actually wins, it'll be good either way. It's the uh, TBS Championship match. Chris Statlander defends against Julia Hart. Tanner.
0: Oh, I've been back and forth on this one, even though it's a high pointer for me, but I'm taking Statlander for eight.
2: Shep. I got Statlander for seven.
0: Makes me feel better. (laughs) I'm not going to lie.
1: So, originally, I picked Julia. I did. The match tonight made me change my mind, and so I'm going Statlander for 10.
0: All right, I don't feel bad anymore. So now I am rooting for Julia Hart now.
1: Wow. I'm still rooting for Julia Hart, too, but I like Statlander, too. This is one of those I enjoy both of them. Hey, Majin's with me. Look at that. Statlander for 10. Don't encourage
2: him, Majin.
0: Yeah, don't do it.
1: (laughs) Encourage me all you want future champion right here oh
0: my god you're gonna get blown Uh, out of the water my friend
1: i'm either gonna win this thing by a landslide or i'm gonna get blown out of the water there is no close call for me on this one and that is okay this is what we've always wanted tanner we've been trying (laughs) the entire kop to get just opposite predictions we always end up very close one or two different but this is gonna be a good
2: one in the last two matches The only only difference Tanner and I have goes back to the Strickland hangman match. That's the only (laughs) difference Tanner and I have. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if Danielson wins, I'm screwed. (laughs) Yeah. If they open the show, if this goes in order of Wikipedia. You're done, Paul.
2: Actually, next week we might just do this without you. Like we're okay. Okay, You're (laughs) done. Bye, Paul. (laughs)
1: Uh, all right well if that's the case just let me know boys uh i'll fill in when you know tanner's internet dies or whatever
2: yeah i'm gonna be here because i'm the champion you guys not for much longer well
1: there is no in between for me Majin. none at all i either win this or i lose it Mm. All right, uh, up next, we've got the four-way tag team match for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship. We've got the Young Bucks taking on the Guns, taking on the Lucha Bros, taking on Orange Cassidy and Hook.
2: Go first, Tanner.
1: Yeah, I forgot where we were at, so Tanner, go first.
0: This match probably going to screw me. Because if I pick the pick the Bucks, it's gonna screw me. If I pick against the Bucks, it's gonna screw me. With that said, I'm going with the Bucks for two. Oh, oh!
2: Another Damn. match
1: disagreement, or are we Damn. agreeing again?
2: It's, it's gonna come down to this match. I got orange and hook for one.
1: Damn. If I didn't like my prediction for the final match, I would be switching it. I am exactly right there with you, Shep. Origin hook for one. We have seen the other three teams already take on FTR. We have not seen these two take on FTR. And I think it would be a fantastic match.
0: Oh, and I'm I'm not disagreeing with you guys at all. The interesting, I thought stipulation for this match was the winner's number one contender for the title, whatever they want, not necessarily full gear. But where's full gear at?
1: At full gear, I don't know. I haven't it's, looked. It, I've it's, no a, idea.
0: it's in L.A. right in the Bucks backyard. Mm, all right, all right. That but, was my that was my thinking.
1: But they could still work their way back up. But
0: I will say if the Bucks don't win, I think you guys are correct. I think Orange and, and Hook win.
1: Let's so. see. Okay, you mentioned Full Gear at, in LA. Yeah. Hung Bucks ROH tag titles, they could yeah. defend those and still...
0: They could. It just depends what they want to do in December. Do they want to run the ROH pay-per-view or are they going to try a AW pay-per-view?
1: Yeah. yeah. All um, right. All right. Last match of the night, boys, because it is now officially uh, Thursday here in Indiana.
0: <laughs> oh, it is. Isn't uh, yeah, it is. Ricky
1: Starks versus Wheeler Yuda. This match was announced tonight. Shep, who you got?
2: Well, in an
0: hour and a half,
2: <laughs> the Ryder Cup kicks off.
0: It's true.
2: Which I would, I want to watch.
0: It starts on fr- Friday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
2: I thought it was Thursday. No, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Never mind. I don't have to worry about it now. (laughs) Anyways, I got Ricky Starks for 10 points.
1: All right, Tanner, what do you got?
0: I got got Ricky for nine.
1: I got Ricky for six. Yudas, the weak man of the BCC. He's trying to prove something and I think we're going to see somebody else brought into the BCC soon and you just kind of going to get pushed out. He's done good, but he's kind of right back where he was when he was with the best friends. Oh, you lost another match here. Watch this and let's smack you around while you watch it. Yeah. Do something different. With the true.
0: Kid. It's true.
1: Put him on ROH exclusively. He would do fantastic there.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm just so anxious to see what this new era, end of era, new era thing is Sunday. Because is it ROH? Is it new debuting talents? Is it it something to do with the finish of tonight's show? It's just. Is it
1: that TK did buy New Japan?
0: Right. Right. Is it? Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's something. He's got something up his sleeve. He's got something up his sleeve. now
1: the majority stockholder in TKO?
0: (laughs) But see, like, I got conflicting, like. With the new Japan stuff, it'd be cool in one sense, but also it'd be going against what AW is founded upon. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, becoming a monopoly. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm looking forward to Sunday's show. It's for a first time, uh, event, new event. Seattle should be a hot market for it at uh, Climate Pledge Arena where the Kraken play and uh. Yeah, the card looks awesome. So I'm really looking forward to it. But surprises go on cracking. Sunday. surprised on Sunday because TK does not like to go up against the NFL. So I'm surprised it's on Sunday, not Saturday. Well we When do the Jags play, we play we this we week? We gotta do it on Sunday Saturday. afternoon.
1: Oh okay.
2: So but,
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Where do they play? Who?
0: They play who oh they, no, they play in London.
1: Oh, okay. That's there's
0: the London game against the Falcons. So maybe that's okay. why. Maybe he's not going over to that. So I don't know. think he is. He shouldn't. Yeah, but it's nah, Tony. He's going to he be backstage. Sleep.
1: Yeah, I mean, he'll be walking backstage as the zero hours winding down going, all right, where are we at? Are we ready to go? Did anybody fight anybody backstage yet?
2: Well, that's a good point, Paul, but <laughs> you, it, I think if you look at the time constraint, I don't think he can fly back. No. In time, so. No.
1: No. It's Tony Khan, he'll just run across the waters jacked up on <laughs> coffee and cocaine.
2: Wow, <laughs>
0: we went there. No.
2: I like Tony Khan, but I never accuse him of snorting freaking hooters up his nose. But hey, <laughs> well, you we kind of
1: have, but hey, not outright. Well, I never hey, directly said, never it. said I just said went that, the direct route tonight,
2: never said that. But meet my friend Paul. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, good stuff Air quotes good there stuff. Yeah uh, Good
0: stuff. Okay
1: Alright Hey but you know what At least when I was the champion I had the belt on my shoulder This is twice you've been champion Two shows That you Only time you get to show the championship And you don't have it either time
2: Well here's the deal <laughs> You don't have to be great To have a belt So oh, I'm great oh. We know that right Hmm dominated dominated the uh last couple times
1: i got uh, another belt back there i could bring out i'm still champion
2: i mean yeah you make your own belt ball i got one over there i can grab
0: well
1: yeah the original KOP. no no no
0: no this one's a old attitude era belt Attitude era oh
1: okay all right it's I seen better days maybe, i thought maybe you still had the original no nah, that i think that belt. that's
0: in the trash somewhere <laughs> That thing was flimsy. twenty bucks well spent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah
1: it worked so. until the good one arrived.
0: Anything else, boys, before we wrap up? No, nope. uh, I just think I don't you're, have uh,
2: else. you're a three, four time champion or whatever. We'll just he retain going into Russell Dream, which I think is a really, really good pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one of those pay per views that Tony's going to. Uh, Build off of with his outside talent of AEW. So, yeah, really excited Tanner, to go on this weekend.
1: Tanner, I have homework for you.
0: Oh, oh boy.
1: This would be easier as you are more podcast knowledgeable than me. By the end of October, so I'll give you a whole month. Okay. I would like to see a graphic. That shows how many times each of us have won the championship.
0: Yeah, I can do that. Thanks. Not necessarily
1: when it changed hands well, or just anything. How many times? Yeah, you know, Tanner well, four time, Paul ten time, Chip four time. Paul ten time my ass <laughs> yeah. uh, in my mind.
2: I think we've had a from, from August to now, I think we've had a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So
1: what when KOP first started, it was once a quarter, and then we started getting built up, and then Shep came along. It just seems like we spent half our time doing predictions now.
2: I, I, think I love you, it. I can ruin it. I, I, I ruined it
1: for
0: I think the only pay-per-view we didn't do was uh uh it was me when I had the title, I didn't do an ROH.
1: Yeah, because he said,
0: Oh, no, 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 yeah. I don't know enough. I'm not to defend. I'm not fighting champion. Pretty much. So, <laughs> I I just didn't put up on a dynamite <laughs> like you did. So,
1: hey, it was pay per view quality. And you was, know what? I, I am not mad.
2: Dynamite. Yeah. We, we, we've had some dynamites that are pay per view esque. Yep. So.
0: And like I said at the beginning of the pod, if, 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 Tony and AW are going over to Max and getting more pay-per-views, whether that's 8 to 12, this title could be changing hands like crazy.
1: Yeah, you're going to actually have to start bringing it to the champions next time you win it, Tanner. You're right. You know, in 2026.
0: 20, I did bring it to you last Eventually. time. Just yeah, poor,
1: poor Shep didn't even get to hold the title last time he was champion.
0: I let, I let him touch it.
1: Yes. Well, you offered. I think he denied. Oh,
2: okay. well, I think it's in my office, right?
0: Yeah, it is in your office. Yeah.
2: Oh, I'll send you guys pictures, and hopefully they're. Yeah, I'll send you Shawn Michael esque pictures. Oh God, no. Yes. Oh no. That that'll be old belt is coming across the old strap. If you know what I
0: mean. <laughs> 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 <Interlumped>. <laughs>
1: you got him to leave for a minute. Oh
2: all right. Well, Paul, you
1: gotta do the uh, outro. Yeah. Well, the good news is, Shep, I did polish uh, the main plate for you because it was a little dingy from Tanner. He didn't take care of it, so oh. I polished it. Polished it up real nice for you. All right. Uh, with that being said, that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. So be sure to follow us on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Be sure to uh, check out the kicking out podcast shop at kickingoutshop.com. it's your place to get a bunch of great merchandise support a great podcast and look fantastic doing so be sure to follow your KOp predictions champion on social media at the chef 27 uh, be sure to follow the quitter at tannerly 92. And follow your next KLP Predictions Champion at Paul Zartman 921. And with that, for um, the quitter Tanner, your champion, Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out another podcast.